This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. Late at night, in a quiet house, the telephone in an upstairs bedroom begins to ring. Its ringing penetrates the defenses of the subconscious mind, alerting, awakening. At last, one of the two people in the big bed rolls over, snaps on a lamp, and fumbles for the phone. Hello? Rita? Rita, this is Shepard. Oh, hi, Barbara. What's the matter? Good. You're alert. We have code nine. No, no, that's all right. What do you need? Uh, uh, Who is it, Rita? Just a second, Barbara. Go back to sleep, Ken. It's Barbara from the store. Go on, Barbara. Code nine, Rita. Code nine. You're coming? Well, sure I will. Just let me get some clothes on and I'll be right down. Can't the store get along without you for one night? Don't worry, Barbara. Just hang in there and I'll be down right away. We're expecting you, Rita. Don't apologize, Barbara. It's all right. I'll be there in in 20 minutes. Bye. Oh, what the heck do they want at this time of night? Oh, it isn't that late. It's only 12.30. Barbara's locked herself out, and she has to get back in the store for the deposits first thing in the morning. I'll have to go down and let her in. Who's Barbara? Well, the new girl we hired. I told you. I'll go back to sleep. I'll, I'll explain it in the morning. Now, don't worry. I'll be back before you know it. Something is not right in the life of Rita Harrington. Even awakened from a sound sleep, she practices so easily the deception we've just heard. But what is this deception? Who is the man called Shepard? And what is Code 9? We'll return in a minute with Act 1 of tonight's drama of suspense, as Crisis offers you a tale entitled, Departure. And now, Crisis presents Departure. Oh, good, you're here. Hello, Shepard. Hello, Flock. Rita, hello, Rita. You're secure? Oh, yes, he's sleeping. 
good. It's code nine, you said. What's happened? Uh, the worst, I'm afraid. Well, the worst? What are you talking yes, about? Yes, I'll, I'll tell you all I know. One of our ships has been captured. One captured. of our ships? Where? In the White Mountains near Bishop. Oh, what's wrong? Why didn't it get away? Uh, we don't know yet, Tom. Well, what do we do? How does it affect us? They will board the ship. They won't know what to do with it. You don't know the worst. The ship was carrying the androids we've been expecting. Oh, oh no. And they were fully animated. You mean they survived? And they'll talk? Of course. They're precise anthropomorphic robots. They exactly duplicate each one of us. In other words... In other words, there now are six individuals on Earth who can be traced to the six of us. How? They are precise duplicates, Rita. They've been designed to have our bodies, our voices, our mannerisms, our memories. Yes, they were designed to stay behind when we leave, so no one on Earth would ever know we've been here or gone. So now, after all this effort, we fail. But we haven't failed. Think what we've sent back about this planet, its life, its resources. But we fail the biggest test of all. Now they know that we are, that we exist. They have one of our craft. And the authorities will think we were the six individuals aboard it. The droids, they wouldn't give us away. No, Shepard is right. They have our memories. The droids think they are us. They'll identify themselves as we would. We have no time to lose. Another craft will pick us up. Pick us up? How soon? At the moment, I can't say, but another one will be dispatched. You'll have to be ready on short notice. Going home. It doesn't seem possible. It doesn't seem real. Be ready. When the word comes, get away from whatever you're doing with as little stir as possible. Shepard, what about the androids? Well, the androids will be held, of course. They won't be available to us. Then who'll be here to take our places as we planned? There will be no one to take our places. We'll just disappear? Yes. It's too bad it has to be that way. Some of us have developed... Well, strong ties to some of the local life here. You knew the hazards. Yes. All right. Nothing more to be gained tonight. Go back now, but be ready to leave any time. Where will we meet the ship when it comes? I'll let you know. Any of the rest of you, uh, any questions? No? That's all, then. Rita? Yes? How have you been? Fine. Enjoying it? Yes. Yes, I am enjoying it. I'm the manager of a store now, you know. No, I mean the marriage. Ken is everything a good husband is supposed to be. And you? You're everything a good wife is supposed to be? I don't know. I think so. And then it'll be hard for you when you leave. Yes. I suppose it will be, but... But what? It'll be hard for Ken, too. Well, honey, when did you get in last night? Oh, it was about 1.30. Any trouble? I just had to let Barbara back into the store. More coffee? No, I gotta run. See you tonight, gorgeous. Yes, tonight. Well, what's that mean? You sound sad. No, I'm not sad. Hey, I love you. You know that. I know that. And I love you, Ken. I really do. Ken Harrington. Mr. Harrington, there's a man named Mr. Samuels out here to see you. Samuels? What about? He said it's personal. Personal? Hmm. Okay, tell him I'll be right out. Mr. Samuels? Yes, Mr. Harrington? That's right. How do you do? Uh, someplace we could talk in private. Why, uh, I guess so. Over here. 
We have a little office over here that's usually empty. Yeah, this is okay. Step in. Here, sit down. Thank you. What's on your mind, Mr. Samuels? First, I'd like to show you my identification. A federal agent? That's right. Mr. Harrington, I'd like to ask you a few questions about your wife. My wife? What about my wife? Do you know where she was two nights ago? Two nights ago? Certainly. We were together. Where? May I ask what this is all about? Just tell me first where you spent the evening two nights ago, please. Well, that was Tuesday. Sure. Tuesday, we met at a restaurant downtown and had dinner, and then we went on home. You're sure that was Tuesday? Look, what is this? Your wife hasn't been out of town this week at all. No, she hasn't. Her name is Rita Harrington? Yes, it is. Now, listen, before you ask me anything else about her, I want to... photograph, if you please, Mr. Harrington. Tell me if that's your wife. Well, yes. Yes, that's Rita. Where'd you get this? Your wife have any sisters? Now, look, I said I'd... No, she was an only child. Look, I have a right to know what's going on. Mr. Harrington, I understand how you feel. How long have you known your wife? We've been married, well, three years. uh, Three years and two months. Mm, Married in Honolulu. Yeah. How'd you know? Your wife works managing a dress store here in town. Yes. What have you got there? Just some notes I, I took yesterday while interrogating Mrs. Rita Harrington. Interrogating her? When? Most of the morning. She was at work then. She wasn't at work, Mr. Harrington. She and her five friends were at Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada. That's where I met her. <laughs> now, wait a minute. We've got to be talking about two different people because my Mrs. Harrington has never been in Nevada. And she certainly wasn't there yesterday morning. I suppose you can prove that. Why should I prove it? Listen, Mr. Samuels, my wife and I are law-abiding citizens, and I don't like the kind of questions you're asking. Why should we have to prove anything to you? What's she charged with? This woman, I mean, that you think is my wife. She's not charged with anything. Then what do you want with her? We want to know what she and five friends were up to. What's with this five friends business? A woman identifying herself as Mrs. Rita Harrington of 1718 Concord Lane of this city with a valid driver's license, credit cards, identification of all kinds, including several photographs of you and her together, was found under very unusual circumstances, Mr. Harrington, in White Mountains. That's near California, Nevada line. That was Tuesday night. Unusual circumstances? What kind of circumstances? I, I, what do you mean? I, I can't tell you. Well, my wife was with me all that night. Here, in this town, and she was with me yesterday morning until we both left for work. You can check with the store. I did check the store. Well? They said she showed up for work as usual. Then what do you want with me? Look, Mr. Harrington, no one can be in two places at the same time, so somebody is lying. Why would anybody lie? I don't know why. There's something going on that we just don't understand. Like what? I can't say. Well, you've got a nerve coming in here. I'm sorry, Mr. Harrington. Thanks for your cooperation. Now, wait a minute. You can't just walk away and leave me in midair. Well, by the way, I I don't suppose Mrs. Harrington could have lost her purse and wallet with the ID. No. No, I didn't think so. Well, thanks for your time, Mr. Harrington. Listen, wait a minute. What am I supposed to think about all this? You want to know what to think? Tell you what I think. What? I think there are two identical Rita Harringtons in this world. Goodbye, Mr. Harrington. Good afternoon. May I help? Hello, Rita. Oh, no. What are you doing here? They let us go. You were supposed to leave so I could take your place. I know, but the ship was found and everything's gone wrong. Oh, come on. I don't want anyone to see us together. Come in here. I I have a little office. I know. You forget I have all your memories, Rita. Oh, now, 
What am I going to do with you? Go through with the plan. When you leave, I'll take over being Mrs. Rita Harrington. No. Well, that's why they created me. I know, but... Aren't you going to ask me what it's like back home? Home? Well, yes. Yes. The colonial war is almost over now. Our side will win, of course. They're very excited about your reports on the life here. Tell me, does one species really feed off another species here? Didn't they program you? Of course they do. You will, too. And I'll like it. Yes, I'm, I'm sure you will. I'm going to need money. Oh, yes. Yes, you will, won't you? You should have been on your way back home by now. Then I could have used everything of yours. Yes, well, we'll, we'll have to, to work something out. And I'll like Ken, won't I? Yes. Yes, you'll like Ken. Feelings, the memories that belong to you. I feel them, too. Oh, no, you don't. You think you do, but they're just copies of the real thing. You're an android, not really alive. Oh, Rita, you've been away too long. Androids are exact duplicates of their models. Exact. To every hair, every pore, every nerve. We think, we feel, we remember. You can't remember something that never happened to you. You can be told, programmed, but you do not and cannot have a memory of something that didn't happen to you. Why did you have to come? You've spoiled everything. No, Rita. You have it backwards. What spoiled everything is that you were supposed to be gone by now. Well, soon I will be. Yes, soon you will be. In the meantime, what will I do with you? second act of Departure, tonight's crisis drama. Lean back and close your eyes, dear, and let me rub your forehead. You look tired. Uh, you have magic fingers. Hard day? No. Really? Oh, about average. How about yours? Oh, fine. Rita? Hmm? You never were in Nevada, isn't that right? That's right. Why? Well, the weirdest thing happened to me this morning. What? I had a visit from a federal agent. Oh? What did he want? Oh, don't stop rubbing. It's taking away my headache. What did he want? Oh, he thought... <clears throat> he thought you and five other people were in some Air Force base or something a couple of days ago. and Oh, and you were supposed to be in the White Mountains doing something. Hey, what's the matter? My hands are tired. Oh, I, I didn't mean to upset you. I'm not upset. What else did he say? Oh, it's a lot of stuff that made no sense at all. Oh, I'll get it. No, I'll get it. You sit still. Hello? Rita, can you talk? It's Shepard. Yes, go ahead. The androids. They've been released. I know. I had a visit today. Where? The shop. Trouble? Well, at first I thought there would be, but there wasn't. This means we're all going to have to leave sooner than I expected. Tonight, I've got a van. We'll take food and go out into the desert until the ship can come for us. But staying in our roles now that the droids are loose is too risky. Let them take over. So are you ready to leave tonight? No. No? You've got to. 
I told you, be ready at a moment's notice. I'm not going. Rita, you have no choice. The mission is blown. If we get off the planet in the next day or so, we'll still be all right. But when they trace our androids back to us, they'll know they're dealing with a vastly superior civilization. And when they take the ship apart, they may learn enough about our energy source to take a quantum leap ahead. And that's exactly what we were sent here to monitor and delay. So we have to be gone before the droids expose us. I think it's too late. Why? My husband had a visit from a federal agent this morning. He, um, met us five friends in the mountains and was asking about them. I'm coming around in the van tonight. Be ready. You have to go out tonight? No, darling, I don't. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, that's good. It's been a wild day. I know what you mean. Oh, what now? Someone at the door. I'll get it. You relax. Mr. Harrington? Mr. Samuels? Still working? Yeah. Mind if I come in? Not at all. Mr. Harrington, I'm afraid I have some bad news for you about your wife. Bad news? What do you mean? She's been hurt very badly. I don't know what you're talking about. She's... She didn't make it, Mr. Harrington. She's dead. Now, look, Mr. Samuels. All day you've been barking up the wrong tree. You tried to tell me this morning that my wife had been in Nevada and up in the White Mountains or something, and now you're trying to tell me... It's not a mistake this time, Mr. Harrington. All her identification was right there with her in the dress shop. Somebody came in and took her cash and all the cash from the store and struck your wife with a heavy ashtray. I'm terribly sorry, but I'll have to take you down with me to make identification positive. I don't need to come with you, Mr. Samuels. I can identify my wife right here in my own house. Come with me. Mr. Samuels, meet my wife, Rita Harrington. Mr. Samuels, how do you do? Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is something wrong? What is it? I don't believe it. But you have to believe it. Look, this is Rita, my wife. And as you can see, she's very much alive. What's the matter, Ken? Mrs. Harrington, a woman with your face and all your identification was killed in the dress shop where you work tonight. Would you know anything about that? What on earth are you talking about? In my shop? It doesn't make sense to me either, honey. Oh, no. Was it Barbara? No, Mrs. Harrington, it was you. Uh, excuse me, it was a woman who looks exactly like you, and she had your identification. Oh, but that's impossible. Here, here's my identification, right here. Go ahead, take my purse. There. There, that's my wallet. It has my driver's license, my social security card, my credit card. I see. I mean, I don't see, but I... I see. Here. Thank you. Now, Mr. Samuels, since you can see that my wife is in excellent condition, you won't be needing me to identify anybody now, will you? No, I guess I won't. Well, sorry for the uh, intrusion. Oh, it's been a terrible day, hasn't it? I'll try to forget about it and get some sleep. You know, I've been thinking. The man must have been insane. What man? Samuels, the, the federal agent. 
There's no way that two identical people with identical ID could exist in the same world. No way at all. That's right. <laughs> so he must have been crazy. Well, what's all that about? I don't know. Well, some drunk, probably. Well, this is ridiculous. Well, just ignore it and let's get some sleep. Uh, let me see if I can get a look at him through the window here. Yeah. He had some guy in a van. <laughs> there he goes, driving away. Funny. Good riddance. Yeah. Well, good night, honey. Good night, darling. Happy dreams. Dreams? What are dreams? As anyone trained in the science of androids must know, despite their uncanny resemblance to humans in movement and speech, one thing an android cannot do is dream. That seems to be a characteristic reserved for mortals. I'll return in a minute with the names of our players tonight and a word about next week's crisis. Tonight, Pat French was heard as Rita, Russ Mooney as Ken, Paul Herlinger as Shepard, Eric McCaig as Tom, and Jay Green as Samuels. The program is recorded at Audio Recording Incorporated with engineering by Carney Barton. We invite you to be with us on Tuesday evenings at 10.05 for the new adventures of Harry Nile, the hard luck private detective, now in his own series of new radio dramas. Script and direction by Jim French. See you Tuesday. <laughs>